welcome to the Lotco Business Podcast, a show all about helping you as a retailer, brand, or creative understand the actual business side of running your business. I offer straightforward, practical advice about the nitty-gritty of making money from your creative passion. We will be covering bite-sized business and marketing lessons, as well as interviews with experts and trailblazers in the fashion, homewares, and design industries. My name is Melissa Robbins. I'm a business coach, colour-loving, non-coffee-drinking Melbourneian. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to today's episode. My name is Melissa Robbins. I am here bringing you some information to help guide you um, in your journey as a business owner, whether that is a retail store, whether it is um, having your own brand, building your own business, whether it's a service-based business. I Hopefully, this gives you tips and information to help guide you. Um, I love, obviously, talking about all things sales, all things marketing, all things pricing, um, time management, how to actually run your business and how to have a profitable product business as well. That is something that I'm very passionate about and hopefully um, the insights that you get from listening here will really help um, you on your journey in that as well. Now today I have something a little bit different. What it is is an interview that I um, took part in with Nicole from Creative Visual Solutions. So it emailed me and asked me to be a part of this series. So I was very honoured and grateful that she had contacted me. Um, what she has done is she has created a free program, which is 21 Secrets to Retail Success, and she has pulled together experts from all different areas, um, coming together, interviewing them, giving you the insider information to help you be successful in your retail business um, and have one that you truly love as well. So let's face it, if you have a seller product, you have a retail business. That's what she talks about on her um, website and the link I'll put in the show notes for you to join up and get 21 days of information from all different experts, from people in beauty, fashion, marketing, branding, e-com, and lots more. So here we go. This is the interview that I conducted with Nicole and to get all the rest of the interviews and also see them as a webinar, if that's what you want as well, you can grab the link in my bio or um, get the link in the show notes here. So that's this is Nicole from Creative Solutions and I chatting all about e-commerce. So here we go. Thank you for being part of this project. I'm so glad you agreed to join us. I'm so excited for this conversation because it's going to be really, really packed a lot of information to a lot of our readers. Our viewers are going to love and really hold on to. So let's get started with the questions. So our first question for you is what is your number one secret for starting an online store boutique successfully? This is a good question. Good question. Um, So one of the things I feel is crucial to make sure that it is successful is to understand how you are going to get traffic to your website. So you can build it, but will they come is the question. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you can have an amazing product, an amazing collection of, you know, mixture of products and um, your website can be beautiful. But if you're not getting people there, then that is the element that needs needs work. So for me, I think having... um, you know, businesses to have an understanding of how they're going to get people to their website, how they're going to share, um, you know, where where they are, what their website is, what their range is. So that number one thing is to understand how to get traffic to your website and to not put all your eggs in one basket Mm. either so that it's not just paid ads or, you know, you hear people say, I'm just going to do some Facebook ads and 
everything will be great. <laughs> oh, that would be great. But obviously yeah. there's all different things that come into play mm-hmm. there in terms of, you know, sometimes they're super expensive, which they are right now. They've, mm-hmm. you know, gone up a lot. Um, you've got to have someone help you do that as well. So you've got to pay agency fees if, unless you do it yourself. Yeah, so obviously that's one element of how you can get traffic to your website, but having that understanding of what are all the different things I can do to get people to find out about me and to really understand who your end customer is to know that it depends on where their attention is and what they look at or where they spend their time. Um, mm-hmm. It depends on what you're going to do to get your traffic there. Right, so, right. yeah, definitely lots of elements in terms of understanding that it might be ads, it might be some SEO, it might be some PR, it might be some, you know, um, word of mouth collaborations or influences. But there's lots of different elements. So understanding that you've got to have a number of ways to get traffic to your website. That's good. That's good. Because that is the most important thing. Traffic does mean people are actually getting their eyes on you and your product. And if they're looking at your product, like you say, you have a beautiful website, beautiful product, no one's buying and no one sees it, you have a business. So that's, that's perfect. It. So you said you mentioned a couple of them. You mentioned um, obviously Facebook ads, but a lot of people think Facebook ads. You mentioned SEO. Um, what are some other ones? I'll say I'm listening to you. I'm like, hey, Melissa, I get it. I know the different ways, but I've only been in business for a couple of years. I don't really know what I can do. My budget's really tight. What are some options you have for me where I can start getting some traffic consistently, but in a reasonable yeah. budget? Yeah. Well, I think um, one, one element of that is to have a marketing strategy in place and a plan in place so that you've you know what you're going to do over a period of time so it's not just a oh, how do I do it how do I do it like a reactionary thing mm-hmm. but going I'm going to have a plan in place over the year these are all the different things I'm going to talk about or promote or um, bring in new new range new you know new products into your mix and that sort mm-hmm. of stuff so having a plan of what you're going to talk about in your marketing and then going well how do I then put that into the traffic set of sources? And right. that would be, you know, um, whether that, I think I've got a whole list here, which <laughs> I'll go through. But, yeah, social media obviously is one one element of your marketing which you could then get traffic to your website. Mm-hmm. But don't put all your eggs again in one basket. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so social media, um, whether you have throughout the year a different collaboration going on with you know, other brands or other stores or you have a unique product with one of your suppliers, um, whether you have, you know, like you, you do a sort of pop-up shop at, or not pop-up because if you're, well, to me, if you're online, you could occasionally do a yeah, really I can do that. Mm-hmm. pop-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if yeah. you're only online, you could do that as a special um, to get people to know about you and to find mm-hmm. out about you. Mm-hmm. Um uh, promotions in terms of donating things and getting sort of like sponsorship advertising. Oh, yeah. Um, the the blog, I think some people sort of think, oh, blog instead, we're not, why would I write a blog post? And I had someone say this to me yesterday, one of, or the other day, one of my clients, why would anyone want to see what I'm writing about, you know, travel guide to Paris? Like it was a, she had a French linen product. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful mm. product. And I said to her, it's about you the community around you. So you've got to um, educate and talk to your clients about um, things that they are passionate about, but also tie into what your product is. So writing a blog post, and that would be a consistent thing, not just a one-off, um, right. a one-off one, right. where that ties into what your SEO is or what people are searching for. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And having that education piece there too, in terms of, for her, it was like, well, 
what is the difference between French linen and, you know, um, European linen or mm -hmm. where it's made? How does that have an impact? So education there. And then also, you know, any fashion boutiques, like people want to know how you put things together. Mm -hmm. So how do you style mm -hmm. um, garments? Mm -hmm. How do you... Um, what do you think is the best way to dress for this body shape? Or right. all of those sort of things. Of course, that information is out there, but it's about curating it in a way that is different. You're going to create it in a way that no one else is going to do. So putting elements of that out there, those sort of things, one, educate your customer, two, help for SEO and people to find you if they're searching, mm -hmm. you know, how do I, what's the best thing to wear to a, you know, a wedding or, or whatever it might right, be that right. suits your product mix. No, so those good. things help. And they're not one thing you've got to do. It's consistency. No, that's good. I like that with the blog. That was a really good thing with the blog. That's what one of my clients bought as well. We're going over her website. And she started a blog when we kind of stopped it. Oh, you know, just current things that I was doing. Um, the kind of, you know, because she has a hair care line. She makes it. She creates it. And she was giving more education about the ingredients and how they help your hair. And she stopped. But that's really good. They want to mm -hmm. learn from you. You're the expert, right? Yes. And they want to know what these products do. And so that, okay, what is you know, aloe vera oil do for my aloe vera water do for my hair, they'll look it up and find your blog and then find mm -hmm. this guy that you can sell it. So she's like, mm -hmm. oh, I didn't think about that. She's just trying to do something that was fun and she went in form, but she still wasn't doing any good. I'm like, yeah, but you know, be consistent with it, to your point. Yeah. Be consistent, have it on there. And also, your point as well, it makes you the expert in that field. It makes you the expert absolutely. for that product. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. And on that, just saying that, extra way to get traffic as well is every blog post making sure you're pinning you're putting your cover pages of that blog post or every image in that blog post pinning to pinterest because that's a mm -hmm. great way to get traffic too mm -hmm. because that is more of a search engine than it is a um, social media so that's good oh, that's good that's great ideas i've just got those notes i'm really good and i get to right there <laughs> On, on that as well, just checking your Google Analytics to see what is helping because sometimes you don't get that direct return like you would have Facebook ads. You yeah. don't know necessarily that that's what's bringing people there. So check your analytics, whether you're Shopify or whether you've got, you know, that back-end data mm -hmm. as well as Google Analytics to see what where are people coming to me at the moment and how can I edit that or, or improve those ones that are they're already coming with me. No, that's good too, because then you know where your shopper's coming from and you do get it. And then yeah. that's where you put all your emphasis. Like you said, don't put all one basket, but you have three areas or two areas that they say it's coming from Pinterest and it's coming from Google yeah. um, mm -hmm. um, searches, then you know that's where you need to be. So that's good. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So kind and of if you are going to do an advertising ad ad or something like yes. print media, have a sort of special coupon or something mm -hmm. like that so that you can okay. then see if people have used that, that they've come via that source. So oh, that's good, too. So now you know what market is working. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I love that. I love that. So, yeah, that's something people don't really think about. They always just go to straight Facebook ads, which are, which are good, mm -hmm. and straight social media, but they don't think of the other things you can do, how people can find you. Yeah. the whole thing, yeah. finding you. <laughs> yeah, finding you. Yeah, having them come to you because right. you're solving their problem. Right, exactly. So kind of going along with that, so you kind of mentioned a little bit, but kind of expound, what do you think is one of the biggest mistakes you see when yeah. people, your clients, when you come contact with running an online store? The common mistakes you kind of see. I think, um, I yeah, I think I touched on it a bit before, but it is about that 
marketing is a co- you've got to constantly market and that you can't just go, okay, well, I've done a Facebook ad now. I'll go and do my other things I need to mm-hmm. do. So it's a constant state of marketing, um, testing and trialing, um, you know, seeing what works, um, adding new things in or just a, it's a constant state that you just can't um, do once and forget about. You've got right. to continually... And this is it's probably a bit of a, a bugbear of, you know, retailers who like, I don't have time to produce content. <laughs> but that is that is what you need to do. And it doesn't have to be hard in that I think if you're smart about the way you go about it too, you can have that one piece of bigger piece of content, let's say a blog post, mm-hmm. that then becomes an email, that then becomes a Pinterest um, yep. pin, and then that becomes yep. also a social media post. Like you can, right. you have to constantly market, but it, you don't have to work hard every single time on every single sec- section. That's good. No, that's good. Because that's actually what I do. I take one piece of content, I, I write it into um, probably a blog post or an email, and then take that same kind of information and put it into a social media post, and then you ping it on Pinterest. So same thing. So yeah, I got like four different areas from one particular yeah. content. Yeah. Hundred percent, and it just and even if you if they're doing like videos on um, mm-hmm. whether it's on social media that can also be used for YouTube or it yep. can be used for TikTok. Oh. Like if you do a TikTok, it become a reel. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, having that yeah, longer good. longer use. It's not just that one. Right. Just and I think one place. That's it. Yeah, right. I think that's really good too because a lot of people, again, you're going to feel I have time. Some people are doing this part time. They're doing their mm-hmm. online store. Part yes. time as far as a nine to five. So they're like, I'm working nine to five. I'm doing my online store. I want to really put money into it. I really want it to be successful. But how am I supposed to not have a kid or I have husband or wives or whatever? How am I supposed to get content <laughs> all the time? But if, like you say, you sit down, have a plan, take mm-hmm. one piece of content and stretch it out in five different ways. Therefore, yes. you have your content for the whole week or month and spread yeah. it out and you're fine. So it's about Absolutely. being strategic to your point, planning it out. And then using the pre creative ones and repurposing it, right? Yeah, but that's definitely. good. And good. and I think, and whether I can, you know, add something else to that. Yeah, of course. One of the mistakes that we, I think, um, we've touched on before when we've spoken is that pricing and margins. So mm. really understanding your margins in your business and what price you set things at, or if you, you know, have reductions or discounts. That knowing what your gross profit margin is overall, whether it's, you know, every month or every quarter that you really analyse it mm-hmm. because changing those things 1%, 2 3% can make a massive difference yeah. to your bottom line. So having an understanding of what it is and then, okay, how can I change that or improve that can then leave you more at the end of the day yeah. to spend on your marketing or to spend on your, um, you know, your staffing or whatever else it might be or to keep for yourself. To <laughs> there you go. Nice. <laughs> you nice. that. <laughs> um, yeah, so just understanding what your profit margin is and being smart about how you do a sale or um, how quickly, you know, things aren't moving through in your stock, checking which things move faster and getting more of those categories mm-hmm. or just understanding the data in your business and what's selling and what's giving you the best profit right. can then help you have more at the end of the day. And as I said, it can only it only has to change 1% or 2%. It doesn't have to be 
um, you know, this 10, 15% bigger to make a big difference. Yeah, that's good. I think a lot of people miss that too. I think a lot of them the pricing to be competitive mm-hmm. and the pricing to be maybe or a low margin or they're trying to be like, I want people to come to my store. So that person sells the same dress at $25 from a seller at 15, but you just bought it at 10. <laughs> so you're not going yeah. to have a good profit there, but not thinking about the profit, thinking about the price. That's a very good point that when you're putting your price on your items, not just about um, competing with the surface level pricing, but how much money you take home at the end mm. of the day. That's what it's all about. Yeah, that's right. Because you can have, as you know, we've all heard that saying: the sales are vanity, profit is sanity. Like mm-hmm. if you have all the sales, but if you've got no profit, then it doesn't really help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think a lot of um, um, young or new online boutique owners don't get that part because there's so much saturation. There's so many people out there, but there's room for everybody. But again, you're competing on these different things, so they work all. Everybody thinks if I'm cheaper or I'm lower. And I can appeal to more people, I make more money. But if mm. you're doing that, but you don't have a cushion of your profit, that yes. they you take home and actually get more eggs to get more inventory, your your expenses, and then yourself, then you're just wasting your time and you're gonna that's be right. on a business soon. So that's really good. And you don't want it to be a race to the bottom of the price you need. Right. You want the reason people buy from you is the way you combine your product mixes or what your product is or how you help them with styling or mm-hmm. how you educate them on certain things or the way that you deliver your, you know, your your parcel is just right. a great experience. So you right. don't want it to be just about price. Why people right. shop it. But to your point, I do see that a lot though. They're not, they're just, oh, I'm going to be the cheapest person or they're competing on the same type of um brand but understanding it even if you do a little higher but you give all things you just said mm-hmm. I will pay more because I'm getting the whole experience with you. Mm-hmm. So let's say you're selling your your coat for $45 and it compares those for 30 but you have a blog post you're giving me expertise you give me expertise styling you do tips you have customer service it's worth it to me right as a customer yeah, yeah. And and I think again it comes back to people buy from people and yep. they want to experience that human human connection. Yep. So by you putting that out there more and and you know not everyone wants to be the face of their brand. I know that or for the store, <laughs> right. um, but it doesn't have to be just you. It could be your staff or it could be um, you know different thing elements. But people buy from people, so they don't necessarily buy just because it is cheapest. And, and of course, some people do. Of course, mm-hmm. some people are going, yeah. yes, it's a bargain. I'm going to get that now. <laughs> right. Um, but that can't, it's hard to be a business only based on price. Yeah, I love that. That's good. So kind of going on with that. So, okay, I've listened to Mel. Okay, I'm, I'm sitting here, I've listened to Mel. I've done it. I have a persistent strategy. I've got contact and my pricing right. I'm, you know, I'm really good. Now I want to scale. I want to grow. So what do you think some of the misconceptions that a lot of boutique owners and store owners have for growing their business? Mm. So I think that it takes all elements Mm. and it's not just your marketing or not just your product, um, not just your location, not just what your website looks like, Mm -hmm. but it's about um, small changes in all areas Mm. to have that to growth and, you know, scale. And mm-hmm. I think looking at your website, like I look, talk to people when I look at their analytics on their website and it's like, well, if you can make 
small increases in your average order, small increases in your conversion rate. You can increase your traffic. You can have more ways people are finding you. You can have a different product mix. Um, You can have a better margin in your product. You can do more sales, um, like you can have sales coming from different sources, not just Mm -hmm. online or maybe not just Mm -hmm. in the store. So it takes all elements to have um, to work together and sort of working on each of them so that maybe, you know, your finances, pricing, your sales in terms of how to increase the average order value mm-hmm. and then your marketing, how to get more people to you. Mm-hmm. So all those elements of a business, which, you know, it sort of comes back to a business plan type of mm-hmm. thing in terms of those elements of a business plan are there for a reason. And right. the reason that <laughs> business plans have been around for that for a long, long time. Yes. Because all those different elements go to make a successful business. Right. And it doesn't, as I said, it doesn't have to be, okay, I need to increase my sales and then I'll have more money. It's okay, well, mm. increase your sales, that's one thing. But if you've got a better margin, um, if you've got more people finding you, um, if your average order is higher, if you can mm-hmm. sell through the product faster, they're mm-hmm. all going to help you. Yep. They're all going to help. That's good. That's good. You broke that down really well. I know a lot of people like, again, we have as an image of to scale means I'm selling more and that's it. I don't worry about anything else. Just sell more product and I'll scale. So you can just put it out. That's not exactly all of it. Right. No, that's right. It's yeah. one element. Yeah. Yeah. One element. That's good. That's really, really good. So before we end up here, I know you have a free gift for our audience today. So what is that? Hey, Google Money Tell. So, yeah, and obviously it ties into what we've talked about, yes. which is great. Um, so 15 ways to get more traffic to your website. Mm-hmm. So that was just one of my, you know, and everyone might be looking at it and, you know, then you might be doing five already and it's like, okay, there's 10 more here I can try. Or you mm-hmm. might be doing one of these and you're like, great, I've got all these other things I can test and trial. Right. So, yeah, it's a list of 15 ways to get more traffic to your website that doesn't include, actually one of them maybe maybe ads, but that's just one element. <laughs> Oh, that's only one out of 15. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, yeah, 15 ways to help you get more eyes on your website and get more nice. eyes on your um, on your brand and your product. That's, that's going to be great. So that link, you guys, will be in the email you got this video in. So go back to the same video, get the link and sign up for that. That's going to be great. Great mm-hmm. stuff. So you kind of went to a little bit over in the beginning to so have an idea, but now she's going to go more detail in her, in her freebie. So before yeah. we get off off this call, I have one more final question for you. So everyone's watching, they listened to you, took some notes, and they got what you're saying. What is the one thing, they don't get anything else from this talk, what is the one thing you want everybody to walk away from? Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, I would say know your numbers. So, um, yeah, know your numbers. So, Use the data you get from your website or your um, point of sale system mm-hmm. to know what is happening in your business. That is crucial um, to understand, you know, all the different numbers in your business, the data. Right. That's perfect. I love that. Simple, short, but know your numbers because the numbers matter. That's how mm-hmm. you make the money. That's how you grow. That's how you have life for yourself. Make the numbers know them. So I think a lot of people, again, you don't look at their numbers as much. You look at the one number of sales but all the other numbers that add up to it. So that's a really good advice. Good stuff now. Thank you so much. It was a great conversation. I knew it was going to be great. Uh, so, yeah, so everything you guys will be, all her information will be, how can I find you? Um, so at the lotco.com.au. So I'm a 
Australian based. Um, so yeah, thelotco.com.au. So I look awesome. and at on Instagram at thelotco. Yes, L-O-T-C-O. They're going to get that as well. So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Mel. Have a good rest of your day. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you so much for listening to the Lotco Business Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe to receive future episodes as they are released. And I'd be so, so grateful for a review on Apple Podcast. If you would like a copy of the show notes or any of the links mentioned today, please jump onto my website at thelotco.com.au forward slash podcast. Have an amazing week and I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Hold up. 